And here are your homeroom announcements. Yo, 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 what's good? Welcome back to Sunny School, the podcast. Kiddos, I'm so excited to be back in class with you guys. Took a long-needed, well-deserved break to kind of like, you know, flush out some things and get my life together. But we are back, baby. We back. I can't wait for us to get back into class, get back into the swing of things. I have so much in store for you guys. Swear I'm so excited. Oh, my God. Can't wait. Make sure y'all go ahead and stay tuned. You know what I'm saying? Um, This is about to be a fun episode and very eventful. Faith Over Fear, Episode 7, Part 1. Drop my in. Mm-mm. It's sunny school, now it's time to start class And don't be late before I will get on your Oh, life lessons with every session, keeping it real I- I'm packing the truth so we can help each other heal Trash talking with a whole lot of sass Don't forget your pen and paper cause it's time to start this class Well you know, you know it's a podcast Yo, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back I'm really excited, guys. Welcome back to Sunday School, the podcast, episode seven, Faith Over Fear, part one. This episode seven series is kind of going to carry over, even though I'm going to make it like multiple episodes, but this is part one, Faith Over Fear, my mind was made up, the pre-planning phase. Um, Welcome back, guys, to Sunday School, the podcast. I'm super excited to be here with you guys. I know it's been a minute. I know it's been a little while, probably by... A couple months, honestly, since I put out the last episode, episode six, um, checking your parents, having those difficult conversations. But baby, we back, baby. Is the elephant heavy? I'm back, baby. I hope you. <laughs> I think I referenced that before, but I really, really love that video. Like that lady is really funny. But guys, welcome back to class. I feel like we've been on like a super extended summer break or like Christmas break or like. Any type of spring break, any type of break you take, and it feel like you've been gone for so long, but when you reconnect and you relink, it's like, gang's all here. Like, it's 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 a good time. So, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be kind of, you know, back in my little creative zone, not recording or planning for this episode, not doing anything creative literally for two months was le- legit driving me crazy. So, I'm starting to realize that, like, not starting to realize because I've always realized that this is my passion. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Because when I'm not writing, when I'm not planning, when I'm not developing some type of content, I, it just doesn't feel right. So, y'all, we here. Like, nigga, we made it. Nigga, we made it. Y'all. Y'all. The reason I was taking a little break is because I moved to Atlanta. Hey, I'm in Atlanta with it. Ah! So I have so much in store for you guys. There's so many things I want to do. So much content I want to put out. But first and foremost, the reason why I'm in Atlanta, it literally has been a year since I said I wanted to be out here and I'm finally here. So like I said, this whole episode is centered around my move, my journey. Um, Like I said, I got a vlog coming for you guys. Just to kind of like stay creative, stay active, and just explain to you guys, you know what I'm saying? The whole point of this class is just to like, you know, allow you guys to learn from different perspectives, whether that's myself, other classmates, other teachers, assistants that are helping me out throughout the um the course. But first and foremost, like faith over fear. You hear me? Like, I, 
And that's why I'm really breaking this episode up into three parts because there's no way I can get it all in one episode where y'all can really get it. I want to make it, I want to break it up and make it digestible for everyone so I can kind of like have it focused on certain things. But I'm telling y'all, faith over fear is real. Like you, you can't have fear. Fear and faith cannot occupy the same space. It, it just can't. Like it, it, it really can't. So like I'm grateful you know what I'm saying, for my journey. And I hope that this touches you guys in some way that you guys can know that you can do it. Um, I'm going to save, like I said, I'm going to save all that real nigga shit for the end. But first and foremost, part one, my mind was made up. Faith over fear. Let's get straight into it. So a little while ago, um, before, you know what I'm saying, before I wanted to move to Atlanta, I'm going to keep it 100 with you guys. As everyone, or not everyone, but like a lot of people may feel Oh my God, everybody's moving to Atlanta. Like, uh, Atlanta's not just gonna like stop your life where it is. Like, you know, you can't just up and just move to Atlanta and, you know what I'm saying, and just be successful. Like, that's not, that's not the route of being successful. Like, I used, I legit used to think like that. I used to be like, another nigga moved to Atlanta. Here you go. Another vlogger out in Atlanta. Another podcast girl wanna go to Atlanta. Another media girl wanna go to Atlanta. Another person who think they could be an actress wanna go to Atlanta. Another designer. Atlanta, everybody just think they could just up and move to Atlanta. But I was thinking with a negative mindset when I was thinking like that. I was thinking with a, I, I wouldn't necessarily say like envious or jealous, but I was just, I felt like I was just being a hater. Like, who gives a damn if somebody's packing all this stuff up to move to Atlanta to chase their dreams or just start a new life? Who gives a damn? I do not. You know what I'm saying? So I had to really kind of like check myself and really be like, bruh, like, why do you care? You know what I'm saying? What, you know what I'm saying? What, what's going on? Or like, why does it matter? And if 17 people you know want to move out there to figure something out, then let them 17 people move out there to figure whatever they need to figure out. You know what I'm saying? But one thing I can say being out here. It is literally a land of opportunity. Like, you know, like people from other countries move to America because they think it's a land of opportunity. Like, and even though, you know, America is a little corrupt, not a little, but you know, like literally that's how it is out here. Like you have to still kind of be grounded and know what it is that you want to do. Moving out here ain't just going to alleviate or solve all your problems. Like it, it, that's just not going to work. You know what I'm saying? But if we're talking about opportunities, especially for black professionals, or black people, ownership, you know what I'm saying? Like just being able to kind of just network and groove and meet people and 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 especially for black professionals who are trying to get into media, shit. This is where it's at. And I mean that. Like, and I've literally only been out here about a month and a half, maybe month, three weeks, I don't know. But this is where it's at. And that's just how I feel. Like the support, the the pushing, the the, the people around you, just people being friendly, people being open and organic and honest. Now, I'm not going to be green and be like, it's a magical world. Like, no, nah, it's, it's real out here. Don't get me wrong. But if we're talking about opportunities, if we're talking about like, if you out here ready to work and you put in that work, then this is really like, it, it's like, literally, I've been out here for, like I said, less than two months. And I already have been seeing things that I have not been seeing or presented with opportunities out here that have not been presented to me in Virginia for years. You see what I'm saying? Or that I've had to work a lot longer for. You know what I'm saying? So that's just my little recap on like my whole purpose of being out here. You guys now know why I'm out here. I love it out here. Super black out here. It's pretty ghetto. Like I just love it. Like it's <laughs> it's great. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna see how long this this little journey will last. But my mind was made up. All right. So a few years back, 
my bro, my good friend, um, Anthony Harris, 41, Minnesota Vikings, starting safety, my dog. He, you know, had, you know, we all went up to Minnesota, Minneapolis for one of his games. So, of course, you know, since like a family affair, myself, um, another one of his childhood friends, like his two, two childhood best friends, Ken and Rio, um, who, you know, are my homies too or whatever. You know, uh, we had love up there. We had love his mom. We had EJ up there. It was just like love. Like everybody was up there, you know, from home just to kind of come up there and show him love and stuff, stuff like that. And uh, it's important for me to mention this trip because at the end of this trip, my mom was made up, like literally. Like I came back from Minnesota, like I am moving to Atlanta. Nobody's going to change my mind. This is happening, period. And one of the reasons that I felt so compelled to want to make that move to Atlanta um, after my Minnesota trip is because, you know, sometimes it takes for you to get out of your environment that you're in for you to see that there's more beyond your current status. You get what I'm saying? So you wouldn't know how it feels to... Uh, you know what I'm saying? Just have opportunities presented to you if you don't necessarily see opportunities being presented to you in front of you. You know what I'm saying? So going up to Minnesota, man, like me and me and Aunt grew up together. Like that's like legit my bro. I've known him since elementary school. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like our families know each other. It's it's just all love. But like when I went up there, I'm like, damn, like granted, you know what I'm saying? He played for the NFL and that's lit and everything. But I'm like, you really out here. Like you are not in Richmond, bro. Like you are literally, you have a life, you're settled. You have your own place. You know what I'm saying? This beautiful place in Minnesota. Like, who the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, in Minnesota? Like, I have cousins in Minnesota. You know what I'm saying? But they ain't from Minnesota. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, yo, like, this is crazy. Going to the game. Like, just everything. And it just was love. Like, and it made me feel like how he treated us made me feel like I'm ready to do that on my own for other people. You know what I'm saying? I've always been a nurturer. I've always been a caretaker. I've always been a provider, like, for my family and my close friends and, like, my little mentees, like, my little homies who look up look up to me and little shit like that. Like, and I'm like, yo, it's time for me to do this. It's time for me to, like, give my family a place to stay. It's time for, for giving my family a place to vacation, like, turning my family up, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, having them come to see me. If it's if it's too much in VA, pull up to, to Georgia. Like, he gave us that. You know what I'm saying? And it was at one point where like, we were up at like three in the morning. Me, Ken, Rio, and Aunt. We were all up at three in the morning. And um, like we just, that hour, not even that hour, but like leading up to that hour. Oh, Nine was there too. Shout out to Nine. Um, like leading up to that was just crazy because it's like, I don't think we intended for any of that to happen. Like I said, I came there, they playing a the game. You know what I'm saying? I came there at nighttime, probably around like, ugh, I can't even remember the time, but it was kind of late, probably around like 9, 10, 11, somewhere around there. Um, you know, they playing a the game, you know what I'm saying? I'm kicking with the guys. That's always literally been my position my whole life. Me, the one girl with all the guys, like I'm little sis, like I'm the home girl. I'm like the girl of the crew. Like that's literally been my position my whole life. Like <laughs> So we cooling, you know what I'm saying, having a good time, playing the game. Niggas get to talking, you know what I'm saying? We get to open it up a little bit more, and then we get to open it up a little bit more. And before you know it, you know what I'm saying, it was like, like I felt like God's presence was so heavy in that room. It was crazy. And for you guys who are spiritual or religious, who um, kind of pick up on energies, vibes, um, you know what I'm saying, spirits and things like that, like... 
I'm telling you, it was there and it was heavy. Like it was, it was heavy and it was just beautiful. And like, I will, that will forever be one of my favorite vacations because I think a lot of times we associate vacations with turn up and how lit we can get and who got shit faced in and who got drunk and you know what I'm saying? He was smacked as hell, whatever the world, whatever was going on. But like that vacation and in that moment, you know what I'm saying? Won't nobody like geeked or anything like that. Won't really like no nothing going on. We was just up. You know what I'm saying? Like, feeling the presence of each other, feeling the love from each other, feeling the appreciation we had for each other. You know what I'm saying? We prayed, like, and I just I just felt that that was very important to mention because sometimes, you know, you don't be knowing everybody's energy, everybody's vibe. Like, you know, you don't want to, like, be super-duper religious and make other people feel uncomfortable or super-duper spiritual and make other people feel uncomfortable. But I'm telling y'all, like, the vibe was just, like, incomparable. Like, it was beautiful. Like, y'all ever prayed with y'all friends? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, prayed with your friends, like, prayed for your friends, received prayers from your friends, like, that shit is intense, you know what I'm saying, so, like, we, we held hands, and we prayed, and it was just beautiful, and, like, like, you know what I'm saying, like, it was, I was emotional, for sure, you know what I'm saying, because I'm just emotional by nature, but, like, it was hitting me, and, and I felt God talking to me, and I felt God showing me exactly what he needed to show me, so I felt like that was the start that propelled me to be, like, I have to move to Atlanta. And I wanted to find a place where I wanted to move because I wrote down, like I was talking to one of my mentors at the time, you know what I'm saying? I wrote down different cities that I wouldn't mind moving to. And it was like, one was like Orlando, one was Atlanta, one was um, Houston. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to go to California. It's too far. And then like, I don't like, I just kind of need to be around like culture. You know what I'm saying? But like, I was just like, I, you okay, so you got to narrow it down, you got to narrow it down. And at one point, it was Philly, too. I really wanted to go to Philly. Crazy enough that Ant's now going to Philly, but, like, Philly was definitely on my, like, top five list. But I had to really weigh my options and think, like, okay, we're thinking long-term. We're thinking media. We're thinking your career. We're thinking, like, where you need to be and what you're trying to do. And literally, Atlanta just kind of, like, triumphed all of those now. New York would have definitely have been something fun to experience. And I still want to experience New York. You know what I'm saying? Like short term, like I don't want to like be a resident of New York for forever. Maybe like a year or if I work on a couple projects, but I definitely have to experience New York. Like I, I don't think I would be settled until I can experience New York. But Atlanta just won. And just so happened, my homeboy at the time, the one who was up there, Rio, Rio was living in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? So he was just like, he loves it. You know, Rio has his own little clothing line, um, Crazy Buzz, athletics and stuff like that. And He'd be putting out his, he pumping out his content and stuff like that, his sweatsuits and stuff like that, and which I have one. And I need to give me another one. So, real, you have to lease me up with another sweatsuit. But either way, he just was like, he loves it out there. Like, and I was just like, it was just confirmation. I'm like, all right, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, the confirmation that I got from Ken, Ken, Ken and Richmond doing his own thing. You know what I'm saying? Ken is just always love. And Aunt in Minnesota doing his own thing. And I'm like, it's just time for me to do my own thing. So I told Rio, I'm like, hey, listen, spring break. Coming coming up in March, I'm coming out there. So you think I'm bullshitting, but I'm I'm really coming out there like on everything, and I'm gonna show you, and I'm gonna link with you, and we gonna do that. So literally, as we ended our Minnesota trip or whatever, um, you know, like I said, that's I think it was a Saturday night. You know, saying so we was up all night. You know, we prayed, and it was just love. Like it was just beautiful. Like I said, it was just so many contributing factors that really helped make my mind up like this is all right this is the route you need to go in this is the route you need to go in and you have support you have people who are going to support you you have people who are telling you like do that shit like do not be scared face your fears like just do it just do it like they was just saying just bro just do that junk 
and I needed to hear it just literally be that simple like don't overcomplicate it don't overthink it just do it do what you need to do secure your back and just do it and that's what I did so leaving Minnesota you know what I'm saying like I said it was just it was great. Like, like I said, I left there like on a high. Like you ever came back from a vacation or came back from kicking it with your homegirls, one of your homeboys, a workout session, um, studying or whatever case may happen. You just felt like you was on cloud nine, a meeting, an interview, and you like, oh yeah, this is it. So literally my mind was made up. I'm like, this is it. So like come back to, to Norfolk, you know what I'm saying? Get back to reality. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling my girls. I'm moving to Atlanta. Like, literally, like, it was literally anybody who came up to me. You could have been coming up to me about a lockout. Oh, you, you, oh, you, need, a, you need a key? All right, bet. Cool. All right, well, let me go get this key just like I'm going to go get my life in Atlanta. Like, I literally came back. I started doing research. I started looking up um, different areas, cities. I got a book. I was writing everything down, apartment prices, like, everything. I'm looking up jobs. I'm applying to jobs. Like, I just started going crazy. I started going ham. And I didn't care who saw because my mom was made up. I'm at the desk. You know what I'm saying? Covering shifts. I'm at the desk, like, talking to my RAs, looking up hotels. Like, like yeah, not hotels, um, apartments and places like that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm moving to Atlanta. Like, I don't know what y'all going to do y'all senior year. Because I have, like, my first set of girls, like, they wanted me to finish out with them. I'm like, shit, I'll be damned. I don't know if I can do that with y'all. Because I'm moving to Atlanta. I'm moving to Atlanta. I'm moving to Atlanta. Moving to where Atlanta? A who? A where? A what? Atlanta. That's where I'm going. ATL? Yeah. 404? Uh-huh. Like, literally, I couldn't, I couldn't stop. <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure, like, I was super annoying at some point. But, like, that's how excited I was. That's how eager I was. That's how, how ready I was. You know what I'm saying? So... I knew it was real as the time got closer to March, you know what I'm saying, um, when spring break was coming. Typically, my job, you know, they tell you, they tell you you could take time at the, my job at the time. They tell you you could take time, but don't be wanting you to take time. Like, they tell you, well, use your days. But low-key, there's never a time we could use your days. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's something going on every month, and there's something always important to you. And people will make you feel like you can't leave your building, make you feel like you can't be gone or if you're gone too long. That you, you know what I'm saying? Like they'll they'll try and kick it like they don't they don't do that, but that's exactly what they do. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, man, fuck all that. I am putting in the time. I'm taking that whole week spring break. Ain't no students gonna be here. My building's gonna be clear. I stayed in a freshman. I ran a freshman hall. So shout out to the towers, towers. Who who who? I'm playing, but like. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, so ain't nobody going to be here. So I don't have a building that's hosting students. I don't have a building where people need to be here. Go home because I'm leaving. So that's what it was. I put my time in for the week of March to make sure that like I had that week off because I was going to Atlanta. Luckily for me, one of my coworkers is from out there and her mother stayed out there. So I was going to stay with her and my homegirl at the time who had moved out to Atlanta as well. So my homegirl at the time, you know, we met at Norfolk State as freshmen, my roommate, my current now roommate. But at the time, she had just got a flight attendant job and she, her home port was Minneapolis, 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 Minnesota. She transferred, she put in a transfer to go to Atlanta because she's like, I think I'm going to move to Atlanta. I'm like, bitch, me too, bitch, me too. She put in a transfer, got the transfer in like February. So like got settled and everything and Atlanta became her home. So I'm like, oh my God, that's even more confirmation for me to get the book. You know what I'm saying? Like I need to get out there, my dog out there, you know what I'm saying? My homeboy Rio out there, my cousin in Atlanta, my cousin Destiny, shout out to Destiny the chef. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, oh yeah, I got to get out there. Like, you know, it's all weird, a couple people. So I, I, during the time, like I said, I got the planning crazy. I won't just looking up places and just 
lollygagging and stuff like that. No, I'm hitting up people. I'm hitting up contacts. Like I'm on Instagram. I'm on, I'm on LinkedIn, like going crazy. Like I asked my, um, my intern coordinator at Wavy, does she know any people? She worked with people at CNN. For any of you guys who don't know, the CNN headquarters is in Atlanta. So I'm like, do you know any people or any previous people? You know, you got to ask. You have to speak. You have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, people ain't going to know what it is you're trying to do if you don't open your mouth. And I'm a very secretive. I'm a very private person. I don't like sharing a lot. And trust and believe, anything that I share, I've allowed you to know. So don't ever feel like you know more than, than goddamn what I'm telling you. Trust. Okay? Because I think people be getting that confused. Like, I can be as transparent as I want to be, but you only going to know what I want you to know. Straight like that. <laughs> so... I'm like, Jazz, bro, you got to, like, open up. You got to speak up. You got to, like, let people know. You got to be vulnerable. Like, you got to, like, put it out there. So I told her, hey, I'm going to Atlanta for this week. That, like, you know, this is what I'm trying to do. She gave me, like, five people to hit up. So literally, she gave me those people. She gave me email addresses. I started drafting emails. I started letting people know I'm coming out there for the week. Let's set up a lunch date. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care what you want to do, where you want to go. I will drink coffee in front of you. I don't even drink coffee. I don't like coffee. But if you want to meet at a coffee shop, my dog, hey, hot tea me. I'm going to figure something out. You know what I'm saying? Give me a little lemon cake from Starbucks. Shout out to Starbucks because their lemon pound cake is fire. You know what I'm saying? But like... I will do whatever. You know what I'm saying? So people were hitting me back. They were emailing me back. I'm making connects with people who are working at news stations, people who are working at CNN, people who are like just some media, just, you know what I'm saying? Just jugging. And I'm like, oh yeah. So like, I wasn't going out there just to play. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was definitely going to play for show. But like, I was trying to get my networks and stuff together and so on and so forth. So I had some meetings set up. I actually had an interview set up when I went out there too, which led into a second interview. But I didn't end up taking a job because... It was real. The company was a little like shaky. And I was like, I don't want to sacrifice two good jobs I have in Virginia to just because I'm so pressed to move out here right now that I'm not thinking straight. You know what I'm saying? I'm not providing a means of living. Like, and I'm happy I didn't do that because God's timing will always trump your timing, no matter how, how impatient or patient you are. Trust and believe. So, like I said, I'm making my, my networks. I'm setting up my meetings. I'm getting everything together. And um, it just started getting real. You know what I'm saying? So, I knew my mind was made up when I sat down and had a and had a meeting with my boss at the time to let her know that, hey, I told her straight up like, hey, I'm going to Atlanta, you know what I'm saying, this week in March, and uh, yeah, and I don't plan on being here no more. Like, <laughs> not currently, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I can almost guarantee you that this will this will be my last year here, and she understood. You know, so we talked about it. You know, she told me if I needed any help. It was, a, it was a healthy conversation. But I know it was real when I went to go tell her that. Like, when those words left my mouth, I was like, it's real. Ain't no turning back. Ain't no none of that. You know what I'm saying? So, we boom. We You know, I go out to Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? We plan it. Me and Lo. Me, Lo, and Nia. We drive out there, which was, like, literally one of the craziest road trips. Like, the people beside us hit a deer. It was just crazy. Like, I almost hit these two niggas in a row. It was just really ghetto. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it was great. So, like, initially, I was staying with, um, I was bouncing back and forth between Lo and my homegirl, Ray, house. You know, because I told you my homegirl's a flight attendant stayed out there, too. So, I'm bouncing back and forth. I'm staying with Ray some days, staying with Lo some days, or whatever. And, um, you know, things was just cool. Like, I'm grooving. I'm hitting bars. I'm hitting, like, you know what I'm saying, uh, different little events out in the evening time. I go to Tyler Studios. I link up with my cousin. You know, we eat food. It's literally the dream. Like, it's literally a, another dream vacation where, like, I rented a car out there, too, by the way. Like, that's how real it was. Like, I dropped the bread on renting a car because I'm like, 
I need to be able to be mobile to meet people. I needed to be able to like, I updated my resume. I needed to be able to like, I had print out resumes on me. Like I was not bullshitting. Like I was not playing. Like I knew this is where I wanted to be and I was going to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? So I'm out there, you know what I'm saying? Meeting up with people, having lunch with people, having dinners with people, people giving me their cards, their contact information. I'm having lunch. You know, I said lunch already. <laughs> I'm a hungry girl. You know what I'm saying? But like, Either way, it was just love. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, by day, I made it a mission that by day, every day, like, I, I treated it like a nine to five, you know what I'm saying? Or eight to four type of ordeal. Like, I'm meeting people, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to do stuff that has something to do with media relate, media related, networking, making phone calls, talking to people, you know what I'm saying? So on and so forth during the daytime. And at nighttime, we going out. We turn it up. We playing in the streets, you know what I'm saying? We just back outside, you know what I'm saying? So it was really just. It was really great. It was so blissful. It was just love. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that was another confirmation. And a lot of other things that I can't really talk about were, were just like huge signs of confirmation. Like at this time now, I have mentors, people who are linking me with people who I need to be linked with. You know what I'm saying? Um, People of high stature who are looking out for me or people of high stature who, you know what I'm saying, who, who see potential in little old me. You know what I'm saying? So it was just love. Like everything was just great. You know what I'm saying? Until it won't great no more. And, um, <laughs> and like, you know, so just to like be vivid, uh, one day me and Ray, you know what I'm saying? Like I ended up spending, I was at Ray Chanel's house. I was spending the night with her. Uh, we wake up, of course, prior to leaving Virginia, we heard about like, you know, COVID and stuff. It wasn't really like, you know what I'm saying? Like a, a big thing. Like, you know, back then, like everybody was just like, bro, what? Y'all still talking about this? Like, we're still talking. Like, I know at Wavy, like, we were covering, we were covering COVID at least, like, once a couple couple days a week. You know what I'm saying? You'll hear little tidbits of it, little tidbits of it. And, uh, you know, you're just like, bruh, what is this? It's going to blow over. Like, what, like, what are we really talking about here? You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't until that morning when, like, shit really went left. Like, so me and Ray waking up. Or whatever. Um, she was on her phone. You know, you wake up, you're on your phone, chilling. I'm in the bed, just cooling, like, kicking it. And um, she, she like I said, she's a flight attendant. So the way they um, book their trips and stuff like that, like, you know, through, like, an app on their phone or through a board, she's on her phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like, this corona shit is really, like, for real, for real. Because flights were getting shut down. At this point, like, the world is starting to slowly shut down. Because I went during spring break. Everybody knows... A lot of times colleges and university spring breaks are like the first or second week of March for the most part. Like the ones that we're, you know what I'm saying, in, familiar with are like the first, second week of March. So everybody knows that's when COVID really like took off. Like, you know what I'm saying? So we caught like when I was in Atlanta, it was literally like the beginning. It was the literally the beginning, like the part where it was like, oh, shit, it's getting real out here. So like, thankfully... You know what I'm saying? We had drove down there, but I had to fly back because I was flying back to Richmond instead of flying back to Norfolk or riding back with lowering them to Norfolk because my cousin was having her baby shower. Shout out to my cousin Kayla and Desmond, you know, and baby DJ was having DJ's baby shower around that time. So I'm like, oh shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I hope the flight don't get shut down. Like, it's really like, this is real. So Ray is tripping like she's bugging like she's like oh my god like she literally frantically gets out of like gets out of bed starts packing up a suitcase and i'm like 
she's really torn a lot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, bro, like, she's really bugging. But this is, I won't watch the news, you know what I'm saying? Like, I won't really, on like that, she was like, flights were getting shut down and flights were getting booked. Like, so all the flight attendants at the time were trying to hurry up and book trips because they don't know the next time they was about to fly because they were shutting flights down. Like, that's how real it was getting. So things that we've never seen in our entire life, like, we all know we've all lived through COVID. You know what I'm saying? But things we've never seen in our entire life was legit getting shut down. Like, and I'm like, damn, like, now nah, she's for real for real. She's throwing stuff in the washing machine. She's legit, like, <laughs> you ever seen, like, somebody, like, hurry up the pack to, like, leave something? That's what she was doing. I'm like, oh, she's for real for real. Like, Shorty booked a trip to Ireland. I'm like, oh, she's, like, dead serious. Like, and, she, and they, they get more when you book international trips instead of, like, domestic trips. So she was like, she needs to, you know what I'm saying? Like, she got to do what she got to do. So she starts getting dressed, like. The flight was about to leave maybe within like an hour or uh, an hour and change or something like that. And she's like dead ass serious. Like, I'm leaving to go to work. And I'm in the bed whole time while she's packing. I'm in the bed just looking at her like, oh, you for real, for real. Shorty was for real, for real. So I'm like, oh, snap. Well, all right then. Well, you about to be gone. I bet. Well, let me go ahead and pack my stuff up and hit up low and be like, hey, yo, can I come back to the crib? You know what I'm saying? So that happened. Um, was able to go back to the house or whatever, like I said, Ray leaves, but like, it just left like a little stain, like, dang, like this COVID don't really getting real. Like people out here really like, you know, like wilding. This is before people was going to the stores wilding. All that happened when I got back to Virginia, but like, I'm like, dang, well, I hope I can still, you know, make my flight or whatever. So like I said, we finished out the weekend. It was still love, still a great week. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, for the most part in Atlanta, it won't really like no big fuss because like I said, it was still new. And then, like, it don't help that, like, Atlanta, you know, through the whole pandemic has been Atlanta. But you know what I'm saying? But, like, it won't really, like, that big of a deal. You know? I'm like, okay, she left. She had to do what she had to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to finish out the week here with Lowe and Nia. We're going to have a good time. We're going to go out. woo do woo do woo And you know what I'm saying? We're still doing my thing. Because I think it was only, like, a couple of days after that until, like, I left. So, flew back to Richmond. In the airport, I see people with masks on. And I'm like, these goofy folk are really out here wearing masks like they're like bro come on now come on come on like come on y'all really gonna let the news suck out like this like it's really a thing like and i work in news so i know it's real you know what i'm saying but i'm just like like come on like covid like corona this is really a thing get back to richmond you know do the baby shower you know get back to norfolk or whatever to to really see that they got real like literally I got to Norfolk that, I want to say that Saturday night, and either that Saturday night or that Sunday, early, early that Sunday morning. Typically, students can move back in on Sunday. So, I'm not going to I'm almost certain I got there that Saturday night. Um, students can come back to school on Sunday from spring break. They can check back in the building. So, I knew it got OD real when I got back to Norfolk. You know what I'm saying? It was all cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, let Nene back in the building. Let Evie back in the building. woo doo woo and then they extended spring break another week. They sent out an official email. So, like, our group chat of, like, RDs, we were talking about it because, like, other schools sent out emails, like, telling them, no, like, they extended spring break. Everybody was extending spring break. They kind of just get more time to figure out what was going on. When they sent the official email at Norfolk State that they was extending spring break a week, that's when I started to worry. And, and I'm not even going to, like, lie to y'all. Like, the whole time, I'm, I'm laughing at people. I'm thinking it's goofy. I'm thinking the whole idea, the whole concept is just stupid. But, like, when they extended that spring break... I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, oh, like, y'all, like, for real, for real. Like, y'all, like, not y'all for real. So, 
literally instantly, like, you know what I'm saying? We get on a, I face groups, group face, <laughs> face group time. I group FaceTime, you know what I'm saying? My RAs just to let everybody know the updates. But like I said, everything was coming in so fresh. Everything was coming in so new. So it wasn't even really like I had real like solutions to give them. I'm just thinking like, Ayo, they extended spring break another week. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all, you know, stay at home, do your thing for those who may have already had tickets. Cause majority of my staff is out of state. Literally. I got people who was in New York, Maryland, you know what I'm saying? Um, Georgia, just all different types of places. So like, it was kind of hard. Jersey, can't forget my Jersey girls. Like it was kind of hard to like, not tell people, you know what I'm saying? Like, like who already booked their tickets to come back. Like, it was just weird. It was so weird. Like, can you get a transfer? Figure that out. But y'all got to stay home another week because they're not letting people back on campus. So, like I said, at the time, it was literally just me, E.B. and Nichelle in the building. You know how I kind of, how eventually it turned into, you know what I'm saying, um, over breaks, it always has been us three in the building. And uh, I'm like, damn. Like, so I took that extra week as bliss. I'm still like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, all right, it's getting a little real, but I mean, shoot, I'm going to take this extra week of chill time. You know what I'm saying? We're still meeting and doing everything we need to do, and I'm still working at Wavy, but, like, it was seriously, like, all right, okay, extra week. Like, let's do it. Like, no big deal. And then when that extra week came to a close end, it was, when y'all come back, you pack up, you leave. That's it. And that's when I knew shit got real. So... Literally at that moment, like, I was like, oh, snap. Like, school is shutting down. And it won't just Norfolk State. It was everywhere. It was starting. It was the world was starting to shut down. Flights were shutting down. Like, public transportation was shutting down. Like, like it was just literally crazy. Like, we all remember when we first kind of got the news or when things broke. Like, it was just like, yo, what the f is happening right now? Like, you know what I'm saying? So... I just remember, like, my girls coming back to pack their stuff up. It, when I say it was so abrupt, it was uncomfortable because, like, we had Towers Week in the planning, and this Towers Week was going to be a zoo, okay? We had Southside um, on board. We had the boys on board. We, we, we did thorough planning of Towers Week. It was literally about to go up. And th that year in particular was the 50th year of Towers. Like, it was Towers' 50th anniversary, and I wanted to do something so big for a building that that's such a culture at Norfolk State. Like, I wanted to make sure that that shit went up, okay? Like, if it's up, then it's stuck. It was going to stay up and stuck. Like, it was going to be a great time. Like, it was just really going to be a great time of programming and just, like, some real stuff. I was going to get us T-shirts. Like, I was going to make every other building on that campus, like, feel like shit and compare to towers. Like, the, the step team was stepping. We was about to go into resident appreciation. We, like, it was literally, like... So many ups was coming back from, from COVID. Like, it was supposed to be so many amazing things happening. Like, my girls, are, I had three graduates at the time. Like, two undergrads and one grad. Like, I, I had so much going on at the time that I'm just like, no, 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 no. Wait, what you mean school is done? Like, what you mean school is canceled? Like, this was my last year. Like, I told myself in May 2020, I'm out of here. Like, I'm done. Because where I was going, y'all, I was moving to where? Atlanta. Like, you know what I'm saying? So... I done already told the world I'm leaving in May and here we are in March. Everything we thought we knew was being changed. I'm like, what's going to happen about graduation? We, I didn't get to throw my girls a grad party. I didn't get to get a, a going away party. Like it, it just was like, what the, is going on? Like, act, like you mean to tell me like 
my girls legit are going back home. Like home home. Like like what 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 you mean we we can't do Roger Browns for graduation? What you mean like you know what I'm saying? We not hitting MPs happy hour like the day of like the day before graduation. What you mean all this stuff ain't what you mean ain't no Spartan fans? What you mean like you know what I'm saying all this stuff ain't happening like what are you talking about? We ain't doing Towers Week. We ain't doing Resident Appreciation Week. We ain't doing none of that stuff. The Step Show not happening. Like, are you kidding me? Like, it, it it was it was it was hard. That was hard. That was a but it was a hard realization. And, and what made it harder was watching people come back to pack up because it just didn't feel right. Normally, when when it's pack up time, it's blistering hot outside. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just an energy that comes along with like closing your chapter in May for for college. It just didn't feel right doing it anymore. It was just too abrupt. It was too scary. It was too soon. It was just like, what the fuck is really going on? You know what I'm saying? And like, when my girls came back and left and packed their stuff up, like, you know, we hugged. It was a little emotional because it was like, damn, at this time, we really don't know when we're going to see each other again. Like, seriously, like, I have no idea when I'm going to see you guys again because I didn't plan on being there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt bad for my graduates. They didn't get to celebrate or get to have like a real experience of graduating or walking across the stage for their college grad, you know, their college degree that they've worked so hard for. Like, it was hard. It was a trigger. Like, some people didn't get to celebrate their birthdays, like talking about that we had plans for, you know what I'm saying? Like, we do birthdays kind of big with my team. Like, it was just kind of like, it was kind of sad. You know what I'm saying? So like, I didn't even think long term, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking like, all right, well, this is what we got going on right now. It didn't really dawn on me that like this was gonna be as long as it as it was, which I feel like worldwide none of us thought that this was gonna be as long as it was, cause I told y'all I still had plans to move to Atlanta, and I was telling the world like I told y'all I told my boss in March before I left to go to um, Atlanta the first time that I ain't coming back, like I you know not not like disrespectfully like that, you know what I'm saying? But I was just like you know this is what I'm trying to do, and I want you to be aware so you y'all can start making the plans that y'all need to make. Or whatever case may have you. Like, when you do some shit like that, like, ain't no, ain't no reneging on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, people losing their jobs. People were going back and forth. And I really had to, like, really take a beat and, like, think long-term jazz. You so pressed to move to Atlanta right now in May just to be like you in Atlanta? Look at the world, bro. People are losing their jobs. You want to go out there and struggle? Do you want to go out there and struggle? Because that's, that's what it was leading to. You feel what I'm saying? So, like... After all that COVID stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot more went down after that, which kind of, like, leads into my second part. But I'm going to leave it here. So, like I said, we left off on, like, where, where COVID took a turn, when COVID really became a thing. And then, like, oh, I can't wait to tell y'all the rest. It's going to be in part two. Like I said, I don't want to make these episodes, like, draggy, draggy long. And I know y'all, like, bitch, why are you stopping it right now? Sorry, it's only, like, 30-some minutes. But, like... I just, it's like, in order for me to make sure y'all get everything, I'm going to break it up. You know what I'm saying? I want to digest this content. I want to digest this, this lesson or this lecture, this, this, this lesson or this lecture, this plan that I'm giving to you guys. I want to kind of break it up, but like, we're going to leave it off where COVID really became a thing. And then I'm going to, you know, go back to like post, like, you know, like early post COVID on, in the results that it made. But like I told y'all, I told y'all I wanted to be gone May 2020. And everybody know I didn't move to Atlanta until February 2021. So y'all stay tuned for part two of episode seven. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Faith over fear. Because I'm telling y'all, when I say faith had to be more prevalent than anything, 
anything I know, it, it really had to be. So like, I'm excited. Like I said, y'all, we back on the groove. I'm back. It is, it is what it is. Like I'm here. Don't worry about you. I had to take a long-term break. You know what I'm saying? Our teachers take the little maternity leave and then come back with the baby. Like, I'm not pregnant or anything like that. But, like, I had to take a little long-term break to get my mind right, get myself together. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm back, y'all. And I can't wait to give you guys more. So, thank you guys for tuning into this episode. Make sure you guys continue to... I always be wanting to end this show like a vlog. Like, comment, and subscribe. That's how y'all know I watch so much YouTube. But, like, oh, it's coming soon, baby. Don't y'all... Hey, don't you motherfucking worry about it. It's coming, y'all. Just give me some time. Let me get some things worked out. But... Episode 7, Part 1, Faith Over Fear is officially over. My mind was made up, the actual pre-planning. So make sure you guys stay tuned for Part 2. I can't wait to give you guys more. Make sure you guys are following the page, Sunny School the Podcast. You are, are following myself, Sunny.Forbes. And I cannot wait to give you guys more. Um, I always love talking to you guys. Like I said, when I feel like I'm not doing this, that's how I know that this is my passion because I feel like when I ain't doing it, it don't feel right or I need to be writing, I need to be planning, I need to be doing something like this is, this is just not right. Like I felt like sick like or every day, like y'all know this big, you know, when it's something you got to get done and you just feel guilty for not getting it done because, but it won't, it won't stop haunting you. That's how this has been for the last couple months. But I knew I had to give myself grace because it's like, Jazz, bro, you just moving, bro. Like chill, like relax, like Relax, sunny girl. Like, sunny girl. Baby girl. Relax, son, son. Like, relax. You know what I'm saying? So, I had to set the tone for you guys. Um, Like I said, thank y'all for always being with me, holding me down. For everybody who's listening to this episode, thank y'all for tapping back in. You know what I'm saying? I love y'all. Make sure y'all send this. Y'all sharing my stuff. Y'all letting the world know because I know that I'm where I'm supposed to be. And I know in due time shit gonna be where it, where it needs to be and what I need it to be because I just don't stop until I, I get what I want. And um, like I said, I just love y'all for always being the best classmates I've ever had or the best people in this class. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. So conclusion, episode seven, part one is done. My mind was made up. Make sure you guys stay tuned for part two. Can't wait to give you guys more. Love you guys. Class is officially a rizzle.